everyone, and welcome back to Talking Truth. I hope you've had an awesome week, and today we are going to be talking about the idea of once saved, always saved, and is it in the Bible? So, is it possible for a Christian to fall away from grace? Basically, that's what we're going to be looking at. The first set of verses that we're going to be looking at is Matthew chapter 18, verses 12 through 13. And it says, What do you think? If any man has a hundred sheep and one of them is gone astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine on the mountains and go and search for the one that is straying? If it turns out that he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the ninety-nine which have not gone astray. And verse 14 says, So it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones perish. So this is one point of why once saved, always saved is not true. Because if it was true, then why would Jesus say in his story of the a hundred sheep, if one went away and he went and looked for it, why would he say that it is better for him to have found the one sheep that was lost than to have all the 99 sheep that never went astray? A lot of people do teach this, and some falsely teach this, that after a child of God is saved, he or she cannot sin at any time after. So we're going to look at something James said. And James said that a Christian can fall away. So we'll look at James 5 verses 15 through 16. So I'll be starting kind of in the middle of verse 15. I'll not be reading the whole verse just because it's talking about um, praying for those who are sick. So it says, And the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. In verse 16, Therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. So in the second half of verse 15, it says that if he has committed sins, they will be forgiven him. So if someone commits sins after they become a Christian, they'll be forgiven. And verse 16 says that you're supposed to confess your sins to one another. So how can brothers and sisters confess their sins to one another if they can't sin if they're already brothers and sisters they're in the family of god they've been baptized if they are supposed to confess sins to one another how can they if we don't sin if it really is once saved always saved for the next couple verses we're going to be in acts chapter 8 so this is where simon the sorcerer becomes a christian and then he sees that the apostles are preaching the good news and they're laying their hands on people and they are being healed or receiving the Holy Spirit. And he sees them doing all these great things and he offers them money. He says, I will pay you if you give me this power too so that I can heal people and I can do all these things in the name of God. And he was saying... It was Peter, he said, May your silver perish with you because you thought that you could obtain the gift of God with money. So this is Acts 8, verses 22 through 23. So he says, You have no part or portion in this matter, for your heart is not right before God. Therefore repent of this wickedness of yours and pray the Lord that if possible the intentions of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and in the bondage of iniquity. And then Simon answered and said, Praise to the Lord for me yourselves, so that nothing of what you have said may come upon me. So that was 20 through 24. 
But what I want to focus on was verses 22 through 23, where it says, Therefore repent of this wickedness of yours, and pray the Lord that if possible the intentions of your heart may be forgiven you. For I see that you are in the gall of bitterness and in the bondage of iniquity. So Simon, this is after Simon was baptized. Simon, after he was baptized, was asked if he could buy the gifts that were given to the apostles. And Peter told him to pray and to ask for forgiveness from the Lord. And this was after he had been baptized. After he had been baptized and said that he believed in him. And he was still told by Peter that he needed to pray and ask the Lord for forgiveness from the thing that he had done. So that is yet another example that once saved, always saved is not true. That it is possible to fall away after you're baptized. The next example that we'll look at is 1 John 1 verse 8. And it says, If we say that we have no sin, we are deceiving ourselves and the truth is not in us. He, this was being written to Christians. And if you notice, at the beginning of the verse, he also includes himself. He said, if we say that we have no sin, he's talking about Christians. He's talking about them as a group of people. If we say we have no sin, then the truth is not in us. And he's talking to the believers here. People who have already been baptized, who have already been saved. And he's saying that they can fall away if they say that they don't have any sin. Many will falsely teach that once a person is saved, they cannot sin to lose their salvation. And this doctrine was made really popular by someone named John Calvin, who had a lot of influence in Calvinism. And it's named after him, as you can tell. And this idea has been called once saved, always saved. And there's a couple other names for it, but that's, I think, what it's called most of the time. So I have some quotes from people who do believe this. And these quotes, I found them in the once saved, always saved track by Alan Webster. And that's where I've gotten the verses for that I'm using for this podcast episode. And so these are some of the quotes in it that some some denominations have said. So the, this first one is from the Westminster Confession of Faith, which is Presbyterian. And it says, They whom God hath accepted in his beloved, effectually called and sanctified by his Spirit, can neither totally nor finally fall away from the state of grace, but shall certainly pers- persevere therein in the end and be ev- eternally saved. So here's another one. Uh, It's from the Baptist Faith and Message. It says, All true believers endure to the end. Those whom God has accepted in Christ and sanctified by His Spirit will never fall away from the state of grace, but shall persevere to the end. They shall be kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation. And then one denominational preacher said that he was hell-proof, saying that he cannot go to hell even if he wanted to. And then another one said this, We take the position that a Christian's sin do not damn his soul. The way a Christian lives when he says his character, his conduct, or his attitude towards other people has nothing whatever to do with the salvation of his soul. All the prayers a man may pray, all the Bibles he may read, all the churches he may belong to, all the services he may attend, all the sermons he may practice, all the debts he may pay, all the ordinances he may observe, all the laws he may keep, All the benevolent acts he may perform will not make his soul one whit safer. 
and all the sins he may commit from idolatry to murder will not make his soul in any way more danger. The way a man lives has nothing whatever to do with the salvation of his soul. These may be things that the leaders of big denominations believe, but the Bible does not uphold these ideas at all. The way that a man lives has exactly everything to do with his soul and if it's saved. It has everything to do with it. And the Bible does not back up this idea at all that once you are saved, you stay saved forever. One man commented that James 5 verses 19 through 20 is proving somehow that you can be always saved after you're baptized. So here's what he said. So he said that some expositors believe that this refers to a child of God who has gone astray. However, I believe that it refers to an unsaved person who has not yet come to the truth. So this is the verse. It's James 5, 19 through 20. It says, My brethren, if any among you strays from the truth and one turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his ways will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. So you have to notice the very first word in verse 19 is my brethren. He's talking about the brothers and sisters in Christ. You can't already be a brother unless you are in the house of God. And also, if you see what he said, he said that he believes that this verse is referring to an unsaved person who is not yet coming to has not yet come to the truth. But it says, My brethren, if any among you strays from the truth and one turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his ways will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. There's no way that you can see that this is saying that it's referring to someone who has not been saved yet. It is obviously referring to somebody who was a believer and who was turned away. And it was saying, my brethren. You can't be a brother unless you're already in the house of God. And this verse shows that apostasy is possible. And apostasy, if you're not familiar with the world, is basically the abandonment of someone's faith or doctrine or something like that. So it's falling away from something that they believed. So it is very possible to fall away from... Jesus to fall away and not be living faithfully anymore. The faithful can fall away, and many do because of this belief that once you're saved, you're saved forever. And even another verse is like Revelation 2.10, where it says, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. If once saved, always saved, it's true. If you are just baptized you're saved and then you don't have to continue in anything why would we be told to be faithful until death why would we have to be told that we have to be faithful until we die if we are saved the moment that we are baptized and we're saved forever there's another passage um john 10 27 through 28 some people will say that this proves that believers can never perish. But you have to read the whole passage. So again, that's John 10, 27 through 28.
And you have to read the whole thing, really, to see what it's talking about. So it says, I'll start from verse 25. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you do not believe the works that I do in my Father's name. These testify of me. But you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. So the the verse they use is verse 28, and where it says, I give eternal life to them, and they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. So that's the verse that they prove. But when we started in verse 25 and read through 28, you see that Jesus is talking about his sheep. He's talking about those who are following Christ. He's saying that those who are following Christ will get eternal life and will not perish and will not be snatched out of his hand. Those who follow Christ. But we've seen from all these other verses that I've read that sheep can fall away and can become lost. And we know people can fall away. If we look at John 6 verse 66, it says, As a result of this, many of his disciples withdrew and were not walking with him anymore. They weren't following him anymore. This scripture shows the possibility of apostasy. It can happen. And the last thing we'll look at is 2 Timothy 2, 16-18, where it's talking about these two people who went astray. And hopefully I say their names right, because they have very complicated names. But starting in verse 16, But avoid worldly and empty chatter, for it will lead to further ungodliness. And their talk will spread like gangrene, which is cancer. Among them are Hymenius and Philetus, men who have gone astray from the truth, saying that the resurrection has already taken place, and they upset the faith of some. So it is saying that these men have gone astray from the truth. So it is possible to fall away from the truth. And these verses all show that the idea that you can be once saved, always saved, is false. And it's sad to think that even one person has fallen away. Especially because of this idea. Especially because of the idea that people believe that you can be saved and then you can continue on doing whatever you want. But the Bible does not back that up at all. And these verses have shown the exact opposite. That believers can fall away. That the saved can fall away. So it's sad to think that even one person has fallen away. Because of this idea or because of something else. But the need to restore erring sheep still applies to us today. And I hope these I these verses that I've shown you have shown that the idea of once saved, always saved is false. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode. I know it was a long one, but make sure to come back next week for our next episode as we'll continue the Women of the Bible series.